Yo, 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 yo. What's poppin'? Forgot the what's poppin' in my introduction in my last episode. Gotta bring it back. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. As I said before, the M is for motherfucking Brandon motherfucking Davis. That's some real billboard shit. How y'all doing today? Thank y'all again for joining me. All my continuous listeners, welcome back. To all my new listeners, welcome to the ignorance. Shout out to myself. Follow me on Twitter at Ignit Podcast. I-G-N-I-N-T Podcast, a.k.a. Nestle Snipes. Follow me on Instagram at Brandon Does underscore. Okay. Shout out to, to Instagram for being the only social media platform that didn't catch AIDS today. Today is Wednesday, March 13th. Okay. I uh, go on Facebook. Can't do shit. Go on Instagram. Nothing reloads. So Facebook and Instagram got to use Twitter to update the world that Facebook and Instagram are not working. The irony. Get your shit together. I'm in a good mood today. Shouldn't be in a good mood because I spent the past few days watching a bunch of weird ass weirdo documentaries. Which documentaries, Brandon? I watched the Leaving Neverland bullshit and then I watched Abducted in Plain Sight. Okay. I've never seen such fuckery like this. All right. Uh, where can I start? I'm going to start off with the with the Michael Jackson documentary. Okay. So it was basically what fucked me up was that shit was four hours. I I spent four hours of my life sitting down watching probably the most famous person ever be ridiculed and be be called a, a sexual predator against children. Now, first off, here's my issue with the documentary. I don't like the fact that Michael Jackson is no longer here to, for lack of a better term, defend himself. Michael Jackson, June this year makes 10 years that Michael Jackson has been dead. Okay? Died June 2009, I believe. I feel that it was June 2009. So it's been a decade, and we still have grown men coming out saying, yo, Mike touched me as a little boy. I don't know what they want to get out of that. I don't know what their end game is here, but Mike's dead. So in any event, the documentary focused on two boys, okay, who both came from, I guess, two parent well-to-do households who ended up interacting with Michael Jackson as little boys. And whether Mike did or didn't do these actions isn't what I'm really here to discuss, okay? Do I feel if if something did happen to these boys, do I feel bad for them? Of course. But I have a couple problems with these scenarios. Uh they talk about how when they were like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, uh Michael Jackson used to come over to their house. They used to stay at Michael Jackson's house. They used to hang out in his trailer. I'm sorry. 
Let, who, who's a, and then the parents were okay with Michael Jackson being unattended, spending time in the room with their children. Listen, who, who's a, a real famous guy that I'm a huge fan of? Let's just say LeBron James pulled up to my house and was like, yo, B, I want to play basketball with your kids. Cool. We go in the backyard, get y'all some Gatorade. I'm going to sit in the backyard too and watch you play basketball. Okay. I'm not going to leave you, my children unattended with a strange man. Okay. So these kids go off to say, oh yeah, you know, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, used to touch us inappropriately when I was seven years old, he used to lick my buttocks while he masturbated. Uh, when I turned 11, uh, we used to masturbate with each other and watch porn. And, you know, when I, I didn't ejaculate, just a clear liquid would come out. But Mike would ejaculate all the time. And, uh, you know, when I was like 12, you know, Mike tried to stick a finger up my ass and I didn't like it. And Mike was like, don't worry, it'll be fine. And I was just like, oh, OK, you know, but I don't like the way it feels, Michael. Don't worry. Nigga, hold on. It's no way on God's green, a grown ass man will have that much free time with my children to be continuously fucking them and raping them and sucking their dicks and licking their ass for seven years. Come on, man. Come on. There's no way LeBron, I'm not saying LeBron's a rapist. I'm just using him for a comparative argument. It's no way LeBron James coming to my house and saying, hey, man, can I borrow your kid for three months? Nigga, what? No. Hey, man, can I play ball at your crib and spend the night? Sure, you can sleep on the couch. Nah, I want to sleep upstairs with, with Brandon Jr. Uh, no, nigga. <laughs> are, are, are you smoking moon rock? That is not about to happen. And the parents just said, oh, Michael was so innocent. He would never hurt the children. He was so playful. Listen, listen. First off, I'm going to think it's a little weird that the most famous motherfucker on planet Earth, grown fucking man, want to play with my dumbass kids. I don't care how talented they are. Mike had this fascination with these kids because he used to take some of them on tour and do Pepsi commercials with them and all this crazy shit and hanging out with these little kids and Macaulay Culkin. Listen, bro, you want to work with my child? Cool. I will be in the studio with you. You want to do a commercial with my child? Cool. I will be on set. You want to be the f most famous person ever and chill at my house? Cool. You're not even sleeping on the same floor as my children. First off, Mike Jackson was 5'9", 120 pounds. Why did someone just beat this nigga's ass? <laughs> what, what are we talking about? There's no way as a man, as a man, right? My children could say Mike did anything and I'm not beating his ass. I'm sorry. There's a lot of weak fathers and dumbass parents out here that for years you allow your child to just sleep in the bed with Michael Jackson and think that's okay. You know what I think? I don't even think Michael Jackson should have gone to court and to trial. You know who I think should have been in court and on trial? The parents. It's like, hold on, wait, hold on. You're saying that Michael Jackson came to your house and fucked your son up his ass in your house? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so you allowed a strange grown man to sleep in your child's bed? Yes. Okay, cuff him. 
<laughs> I can't be a judge. I cannot be a judge because I'm too logical. I make too much sense. I would have arrested the parents. Like, I, I don't know. Michael Jackson, probably the weirdest motherfucker of all time. But there's no way y'all would have been playing dookie booty with my son. You bugging. Out here playing dookie dick with my kids. You are bugging. Super bugging. And then like late years later on, two of the fathers ended up killing themselves. I wonder why. This is crazy. I, I, I always blame parents in these scenarios. How, it's not like, I can understand if your kid went to school and the teacher fucked your kid. Okay, cool. The parents aren't there. You send your child to go learn. No one's thinking, hey, my kid's going to get fucked in the ass by a teacher. No one thinks that. I can understand if you, your kid's on a basketball team and a coach violates them. I can see how that can happen. I can understand if you left your kid at the uncle's house and the uncle did some weird shit. I see how that can happen. But motherfucking famous people who you don't know out here fucking your kid. How, where were you at? What were you so busy doing that you didn't notice for like five years Michael Jackson was moonwalking in your kid's booty hole? Come on now. Then one lady was just like, oh, right before the trial, Michael bought us a house. I know how it looks. He wasn't buying us off. Yeah. Okay. Fuck out of here, man. And, and yo, at 11, I understand, you know, children are very impressionable. I must have the greatest parents of all time because there's no way at seven years old, I wanted to show in any adult. Listen, as a kid, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. I used to walk around my house, slipping and sliding inside. Yo, I used to take the wax that you put on the floor when you are waxing floors. I will put that on the floor, put on the loosest socks I can find, and take like a winter glove, right, and put it on one hand and just moonwalk around the house. Huge Michael Jackson fan. I even wanted glitter socks. I didn't want to chill with the dude. But my biggest question with Michael Jackson was, okay, the first time I heard of Michael Jackson was when I saw a thriller tape and he was my complexion. And now I turn to BT as a child and he's the color of white people. Mom, how did Mike go from me to white people? Like <laughs> That was my confusion with Michael Jackson. I didn't want to chill with him. I was a huge Michael Jordan fan. I liked the sneakers. I ain't want to kick it with him. I ain't want him staying at my house. His parents are like, oh, yeah, you used to let my child get on planes and travel with Michael because he seems so innocent. Yeah, all right. There's no amount of money you can give me to have my child fly off with some stranger. Okay, no. I'm going to... My kid's not leaving my sight. These are like seven to 13 year old children. What are you talking about? And personally, at 13 years old, if Mike tried to stick a finger up my ass, I would have fucked Mike up. Like I said before, Mike was 5'9, 120, 130 pounds. At 13 years old, I was bigger than that. At 13, no gas. At 13 years old, I was 5'9. Five, five, 
but I weighed a buck seventy. I would have broke Michael's jaw. I would have whipped his ass. I was taking boxing. I would have fucked Mike up. Stick a finger on my ass. Like they're like, yeah, we used to have these little codes. Uh, Mike would scratch the palm of my hand if he wanted to do dirty things. What are you talking about, man? Where are your parents? Never heard of stranger danger. My parents had adult people come over to the house. I wasn't chilling with these motherfuckers. What's wrong with these parents thinking it's okay for eight, nine-year-olds to chill with a grown man unattended? Michael introduced me to porn. Like, what? Don't want to come out 30 years after the fact. Oh, Michael touched me. Man, get, get the fuck away from me. Get away from me. Do I think Mike did it? Yeah, I think he did it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The crazy thing. Yo, these fucking sirens, man. It's so annoying living close to a hospital. Because people... I live in Brooklyn, New York. And there's a hospital not that far from me. So these goddamn uh, EMS trucks are always flying past my crib. It's annoying. But anyway... um. Yeah, like, it's just not going down like that. It ain't going down like that. Need some stronger fathers out here, man. My pops was ex-military. I never forget, my pops put me on punishment. This was the most, like, fucked up gangster shit. I was, like, 16, right? He gonna say to me, it was daylight savings time, right? I I've hated daylight savings time to this day. He gonna say to me, yo, be home at 2 o'clock. 2 a.m. was my curfew because I was going to a party. He was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna let you go out. Be home by 2 a.m. Cool. So I'm on the train. Typical shit, drunk and high. Come home on the train, right? I'm coming up the stairs. I look at my watch. I'm like, oh, it's 1.57. We lit. Get upstairs. I look at the clock. I didn't even see the clock yet. I just go, I open the door, get to the kitchen table. He's sitting right there. I was like, what the fuck? He was like, yo, I told you be here at two o'clock. Yo, look at my watch. It said 201. I'm like, hey, Bob, you tripping over one minute? He's like, what you mean one minute? It's three o'clock. Yo, the clock went from 159 to three. I feel like he knew that there was no two o'clock. He just wanted to put me on punishment. Those are the type of fathers you need in the house. Just ground their kids, strict. Not these sissy fathers letting their kids play stinky finger with Michael Jackson and go off to Neverland and go to L.A. and, oh, let's go to Michael's and, oh, let's, ah. Oh. What are you talking about? Yo, my pops would have punched Michael Jackson in his chest. I am here to pick up the fuck off my doorstep. That's how it would have went down. I would have never left the house. <laughs> Spend the night at Michael Jackson's house. You shitting me. Bugging out. And then, then, then. I watched Abducted in Plain Sight. All right. Uh, that is like the epitome of white peopling. Mind you, all the people in these documentaries are white. Michael Jackson included. Um, And Abducted in Plain Sight. I knew it was going to be some bullshit because it was in Idaho. 
I don't know anyone who's been to Idaho. I don't know anyone from Idaho. I don't know a thing about Idaho other than Idaho potatoes. Okay, I've, you know what I mean? They don't have sports teams. There's nothing going on out there. So you know it's some weirdo shit. And it was the 70s, right? So there's a family, um, husband, wife, they got their daughters and shit. And then a new family moves in. And make a long story short, just weird shit starts going down. They got a neighbor that's like obsessed with their daughter and shit. And they allow their daughter to like constantly hang out with this guy, him to take pictures of her, leave them unattended and shit. And then you find out that this new guy, right? This new guy, he drives the husband. They just, you know, go for a drive. He's like, oh, I hate my wife. Yo, he looks at the husband and says, hey, man, you know, I'm just stressed out. I need a little bit of relief. And the husband's like, what? He's like, ah, you know, just, you know, jerk me off or something. You know, it's guy stuff. At that moment, if I'm the husband sitting in that car, I'm whipping this nigga's ass. Like, what are you talking about jerk you off? Like, this ain't that type of party. I ain't come here for all that. Like, if you want to talk about some guy shit about, you know, you hate your wife, I can tell you where to get some bitches. We can go to the strip club. We can get a couple beers but relieve you by jerking you off, talking about it's just guy stuff? No, it's not. What are you talking about? I might have shot you. I ain't with that funny shit. Ah, just, just, you know, help me release some shit. No. (laughs) This guy, instead of just saying no, goes, oh, well, I guess so. What? And then jacked him off in the car. Then, turns out, that the guy he jerked off was fucking his wife. Top it all off, he then goes, kidnaps their, kidnaps their daughter, who's 11, and fucks her for a couple of years. So you get the husband to jerk you off, you get the wife to have an, cheat on the husband and have an affair, and you fuck her for like a year, and then you kidnap their 11-year-old daughter and fuck her too? Fam. You see what I mean about having strong fathers in the household? There are no strong fathers in any of these scenarios. Can I help you release some stress? Man, if you don't get the fuck out my face asking me to jerk you off, you're bugging. Super bugging. Now they talking about R. Kelly was fucking Aaliyah's mother. Enough. You know, it's, it's real disrespectful because Aliyah's been dead since 2001. It's 18 years later. Like, can we let this woman let rest in peace? Okay, I understand we want to get R. Kelly, but it's like, damn. So now you find out that R. Kelly was allegedly fucking Aliyah's mother. That's why he had access to her and all this shit. In all three of these scenarios, with the Michael Jackson abducting in plain sight and all these girls that R. Kelly has access to, all of these things are allowed by the parents. Anything that happens with children, I've said a million and one time on times on this show, where are the parents? The parents are either getting paid off or fucking someone or jacking someone off, doing some mook shit. We need stronger parents out here. These parents are letting their kids just do whatever the hell they want. You got these weak-minded parents who are easily manipulated. 
You got these greedy parents who probably see, oh, I can make some money off my child, and they do whatever the hell they want. Sickening. Then we want to blame the celebrity. First off, to me, most super talented people are batshit crazy. R. Kelly, he's fucking crazy. I'm sorry. Michael Jackson, fucking crazy. Chris Brown, fucking crazy. Michael Jordan, fucking crazy. <laughs> like, seems to be a pattern here. Stop worshiping celebrities. Like, they're, they're human just like you. Need to, you need to stop. Because you got parents idolizing these celebrities. So the kids are just like, oh, if my mom idolizes them, I got to idolize them. You need to be your kid's fucking idol. You need to be your kid's Superman. Not R. Kelly. Just giving your kid to him. Yeah, fuck my child. Give me some money. Make us famous. And then years later down the line, oh, you fucked my poor baby. Bet you gave him to me. You know how I get down. Like, as a kid, as a kid, young kid, I heard weird-ass stories about Michael Jackson. And people kept going to this motherfucker's house. Like I said before, when I was a kid, R. Kelly tried to marry Aaliyah. Motherfuckers kept going to his house. Uh, I don't know any kid that could just travel to a celebrity's house. You got to have two adults consent these things to go down. Like It's not like you could just go to R. Kelly's house. It's not like the motherfuckers in the phone book. It's like, let me get these yellow pages and look up Robert Kelly's phone number and address. What are you talking about? Kids don't have that kind of access. It's adults making fucked up decisions. These uh, parents need to be in prison. Along with the celebrities, whatever. You want to lock them up? Cool, whatever. They all have fucking kids. Hey. But I don't think parents should be allowed to do lawsuits. I don't think parents should be allowed to... Uh, still have their children. They should lose custody of them. All right? Cut the bullshit. Lock these parents up. Michael Jackson out here getting his nipple squeezed by little 11-year-old boys sticking their finger up his ass. And you don't hear no sounds? No sounds? Yo, most of us have parents. If we have... When we were like 18, if we had company over, yo, don't close that door. If you were to... Remember, remember back in the day in like high school... You bring a, if you a girl, you you brought a, a boyfriend over or a guy, you brought a girlfriend over. Or if you gay, you brought the same sex over. Whatever your preference is, I ain't got no smoke with you. But if you brought your significant other, right, company over, and you went in the room, your parents were like, yeah, yeah, don't close that door. And you like 17, 18 years old. Don't close that damn door. Or remember back in the day when you had a house phone? You be trying to be all cuddled up and booed up and intimate with your significant other on the phone and your parents pick up the line. I don't be talking that shit on my phone. That was when parents were on, on top of their children. You need that. So you mean to tell me parents would be on you if you brought another teenage girl home, if you're a teenager, but they're a okay with Mike Jack sitting in a room squeezing his motherfucking nipples for seven years and they didn't know nothing was going on. Man, I can't even get my dick touched by another 17-year-old when I was in high school without one of my parents. Hey, hey what y'all doing? Y'all going to sit in the living room. Michael Jackson out here getting his nipples squeezed. What? <laughs> that 
That was four hours of some bullshit. The reason why I think Michael Jackson did it, I, let me say why. It's just one reason. One reason only. It's very hard for grown men to come out and talk about getting raped. Like, if women get raped, there's a hotline, support groups, uh, Me Too movements. If a dude get fucked, man, tough break, nigga. <laughs> man up, gotta walk the shit off. You don't even want to tell nobody. Like a girl could go to her girlfriends. Oh, Johnny raped me, and they're like, "Oh my god, call nine one one." You know how hard it is as a man to tell someone, "Hey man, uh, motherfucker stuck his dick in my butt." <laughs> Most dudes with all this gay ass niggas said that. Ain't nobody trying to admit that. So if two grown men or on TV crying about Michael Jackson squeezing their nipples for mad years and manipulating them and telling them, yo, if you tell, both of us will go to prison. And da, 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 da. Hey, man, I think he did it. Speaking of Michael Jackson, never forget one time me and my boy were mad hot. High as shit. High as shit. And he asked me the weirdest question of all time. And to this day, this was... Pfft, eight, nine years ago. To this day, it's still like one of the funniest thoughts that just randomly pop in my head sometimes. We sitting there and he's just like, yo, bro, let me ask you a question. I'm like, all right. He's like, you know how like Michael Jackson's skin is white, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, you think his dick is still the original color? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like that is the... <laughs> Gayest question ever, but it's funny as hell to me. Like, to this day, like, if I'm having a bad day, if I think about that question, funniest shit ever. Shout out to White Rob from, from Kingsboro, if you're listening. Funniest question ever. Oh, boy. Speaking of just weirdos and bullshit. So, you remember how last episode I was all joyous talking about how great the Travis Scott concert was? And I posted videos all over my Instagram, and I was mad hype. Um, this past weekend, I experienced the polar opposite at a concert. You know, you know that phrase, "Happy wife, happy life." I mean, I get it, but you know that was some bullshit. So my girl was is a huge B two K fan. So for months, she's like, "Babe, can we go see B two K? Babe, can we go?" So I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right, fuck it. So we we ended up getting tickets. So we saw these motherfuckers. It was B2K, uh, Pretty Ricky, Mario, Yin Yang Twins, Lloyd, Bobby Valentino, and Chingy. This should have been called the 04 Tour because that was the last time any of these motherfuckers were relevant. Hand or there, hand or there, okay, um... If you notice, I just named all guys. So the concert was four hours. So it's obviously catering to women. I had to basically sit there for four hours and watch a fucking bachelorette party. Just a bunch of women screaming, a bunch of washed up old dudes trying to strip on stage and hump the stage. Some grade A bullshit. I ain't gonna lie. Yin Yang Twins had that shit jumping. Oh, ski ski motherfucker. 
the sweat drop down my balls. Like that, that shit was lit. I was hyped when that came on. But then it was like followed up by like Lloyd, which was just a, a whole dip in energy. Lloyd still got it, but you know, Bobby Valentino walk around with his shirt off, humping the microphone. Pretty Ricky walking around half naked, humping the floor. Like what? Bro, I had to get up and just go chill on a, a bottle bar and just sip some Hennessy to get through the night. Yo, after a while, it got so boring. Shout out to my boy, Will, who came with me. He came with his fiance. Um, He and I were both embracing the struggle because after a while, we got bored as shit. And shout out to him because he fell asleep just like me. <laughs> it was like, it was at the garden. It was in the Hulu theater. I don't know how many people it holds, but it was thousands of women just screaming and music blasting. And he and I were both just like, yo, this shit, Trizzy, I'm falling asleep. I dozed up. Once that Henny was hitting... I dozed off. That shit was whack. And the women were like, oh my God, it was so amazing. Nah, B2K, the moves weren't as crisp as back in the day. Looked a little winded. Pretty Ricky, they all put on about 30 pounds each. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Chingy looks like an ex-addict. You know, the highlight was, the highlight was Ashanti came out. Her fine ass. That made my dick jump for 0.2 seconds. 0.2 seconds. She she did the little Southside duet with Lloyd. She was out there for like a little minute and then she was gone and it was just back to a bunch of fucking sausage fest. Shit blew mine. I went from the greatest concert ever to a fucking sausage fest in a week. I mean, damn, that all them dudes was washed up. <laughs> I'm like, damn, they couldn't have one female act kid. They couldn't get Amory to come out here or something. Damn, they could have just gave Ashanti her, her own little set. You know what I mean? Like, why is it all dudes? All dudes, bro? All dudes? When I got on the line to get my drink, every dude there was just a man, this is some bullshit. Oh, you came with your girl too, huh? <laughs> like, there was a couple zesty dudes there that just came by themselves. No hate, a little weird, no hate. You know, I'll say this though, the, the host of the show was funny as hell. He was a stand-up comedian. I forgot his name. Funny dude. But yeah, the rest of that shit gotta go. It should have had Bow Wow be the headliner. <laughs> it just felt like Bow Wow was, was needed. You will never hear, the, hear me say that in a sentence again, but it felt like Bow Wow was needed. Because first off, if you really think about it, B2K's first and last album came out in the same year and then they did You Got Served and then they started talking about their manager was raping them. Like, whoa. <laughs> you know, that was, that was a quick turnaround. That dude Chris Stokes, a.k.a. Chris Strokes. Apparently he was out here fucking certain members of B2K. That's not funny. But, you know, because society, we take everything as a joke. It is funny. And then one of the members of B2K is now saying he wants to quit the tour because, you know, it's just too much stress. And he still feels like Chris Strokes is Chris Stokes, Chris Stokes is there. So at, I saw And you know what's crazy? All of the people there are actually talented. But the only thing that goes that went through my mind the entire night was, damn, ain't nothing but wasted talent on this stage. Because everybody there was under 40 that was performing. 
It just seemed like wasted talent. I'm like, yo, these guys all had number one records at some point and could have been superstars. And now they're doing this reunion tour trying to get, you know, 3,000-seat venues. I mean, shout out to them, but, you know, no hate. But it was just it was just a boring tour after a show after a while. Shouldn't have been four hours. It was too many people on the store, too many dudes. All right. Nobody putting out new music. Enough. And this one I want to hit. Yo, yo, no cap. This is what confuses the fuck out of me about women. The fuck out of me. Women, right, don't seem to understand something. First off, I got beef with women, right? Y'all talking all this equality shit. It's Women's Appreciation Month or History Month, whatever you want to call it. And there's like no women on this tour. I don't hear y'all complaining about equality. How come there's no women? I don't, I don't hear that now. Why? Because y'all just a bunch of lustful hoes. I want to see a bunch of grown men walk around half naked. But that leads to my point. Women have been talking about, oh, we want consent. You can't just touch us. Da 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 da. Women want to act like motherfucking Mother Teresa, like they don't want to be touched or nothing. Until famous niggas glide across the stage and women turn into the biggest fucking sluts. They throw their panties on stage. They be trying to grab these dudes' dicks. This shit is crazy. Talking about they want to have people's babies. They love them and all this shit. How you just going to grab another man's dick on stage? Did he ask for that? Could you imagine, right? Could you imagine, like, okay, pretty Ricky on stage, they got half his shirt off, half his pants was half the way down and shit. You could damn near see this dude's ass cheek. I was like, yo, I'm out. Girl's trying to grab at him. Could you imagine, imagine if motherfucking uh, Rihanna was singing work on stage and twerking her ass somewhere? And some dude just took his finger and just stuck it right up a butt. Could you imagine what would happen? The tweets, the, the hashtag movements, all this shit. Could you imagine what would happen? Could you imagine what would happen? I think women have, have in their head that it's okay for them to do whatever they want, whenever they want. But that same energy can't be reciprocated toward them. I've said it a million and one times. It's this crazy double standard that like only women, the only consent is a tricky thing. (laughs) Consent only applies to ugly and broke dudes. If you are rich and are very attractive or over six feet, you don't really need her consent. I mean, you need her consent, but realistically, you don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you in a club, if you're an attractive dude and she likes you, you can slide your meat all across her butt the whole night. Ain't no issue. But if you some ugly nigga with, with no shape up or you 5'7 and you ain't, you ain't got no paper, yo, you need all the consent in the world. <laughs> But if you a smooth dude like me, 6'3 out here with a full-time job, man, you could grab the put. Now, let me stop. I'm playing. 
But in all seriousness, it's just funny to see how women act one way. Like they're these saints that it's just like, yeah, Yo, you can't touch us. You can't do this. You can't do that. Hashtag me too. Oh, women's rights. March, march, march. But the minute they see a celebrity they like, they just turn into fucking sluts, whether they have a man or not. I've, I've seen what goes down at Trey Song's concerts or Romeo Santos concerts. Okay? Cut the bullshit. And these will be women whose husbands paid for them to go to this show. They will get the, the fucking shit dry humped out of them on stage. Ain't happening with me. If I go to a show, I don't care what show it is. If it's any rich, quote-unquote, attractive dude singing on that stage, I'm going. You ain't grabbing my girl. I will punch Trey Songs in his face. <laughs> it's a little crazy. Women think they could just be lustful with no repercussions. You know how crazy that feels, right? Fellas, every, fella, every dude has been here. Stop me if I'm lying. You ever had a girl, when it came to Man Crush Monday, post up Odell Beckham or Michael B. Jordan or Drake, and then she put the emoji hard eyes calling him hubby and shit, right? I love him. You paying rent, she don't post you. You take her funky ass out, she don't post you. But these Timberland beige niggas, she posts all over her Instagram. Oh, MCM, blah, 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 right? You like one booty photo on Instagram and watch all hell break loose. You see the double standard? See what I'm saying? Fuck all that. That's why I like all the booty photo. Nah, I'm playing. I'm playing, y'all. Don't listen to me. I be giving bad advice sometimes. But in all seriousness, ladies, y'all y'all got to cut it out. Y'all can't have hashtag me too and then be the same women throwing your funky ass panties on stage, be the same women grabbing celebrity dicks, be the same women posting half-naked niggas all over your Instagram for Man Crush Monday. Pick side. Pick a side. Pick a side. Okay? Pick a side. But you, you, you don't think famous men want consent? Not every famous dude... Want some chick grabbing his dick. Maybe he has a wife and kids at home. Okay? Cut it out. Keep that same energy. And, and, and yo, don't be texting me talking about, oh, Brandon, about my podcast. Listen, next person that texts me about my podcast is getting cursed out. <laughs> Real talk. If it's some positive shit, you know, I'll vibe with you. If you want to have an open discussion. But don't be texting me criticizing my shit. I... Cursing, I'm cursing motherfuckers out for 2019. Last bit of advice before I go. Um, it's like I said, it's March 13th. Um, so that means June is two and a half months away. Um, listen, man, if you're trying to go to the beach, um, get your fat ass in the gym. I, right. <laughs> hey, giving y'all a heads up. It's giving y'all a heads up. June is two and a half months away. So. Get on that treadmill, bust them squats, do them sit-ups, do them pull-up. Whatever y'all got to do, okay? Do whatever you want with that piece of advice. And now to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. 
Accountability breeds responsibility. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.